Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Oz Network. Back for another episode of the Lost Show. We are moving, edging further and further towards the end. As in the end of Lost, not like death. Although technically, we are moving further and edging closer to death every day. Um, <laughs> What a happy show we are. are. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, just a brief reminder, we're all going to die. I find it's a good way to kick off the show, just yep. ground the show in reality a little bit. Um, <laughs> so we are back to talk about an episode titled Sundown. Um, not Lockdown, this is Sundown. And this is not a sun episode, this is a... I'm going to say this is not a Saeed episode. This is a Naveen Andrews episode, not a Saeed episode. Uh, what happened? This episode aired on March the 2nd, 2010, at the time of recording, almost exactly 12 years ago. Time flies when you're edging closer to death. Um, <laughs> it's written by Paul's. Paul, I'm, I'm glad I at least have this name and not you, but Paul Zabuski. Zabuski. Ah, him. Love him. And Graham Rowland. Those names sound unfamiliar. So. And directed by Bobby Roth also sounds ah, unfamiliar. Bobby. So. Was everyone just out of the writers and directors room for this week? Uh, I'm sure they've done a, other episodes, but they're not staples. Um. But, yeah, this is the sixth episode of season six. Uh, my name is Noah, and I make good eggs. And my name is Ben, and you think you know me, but you don't. I'm a good man. Uh, Sometimes. Really? <laughs> no. I'm a shit man. I'm a good woman. Do you, do you make good eggs? I make a decent egg, yeah. Don't mind, don't mind a bit of egg making here and there. I, I enjoy What's a good your egg. egg specialty. Uh probably scrambled, like good scrambled eggs. What about you, Noah? What's what's your go-to? Uh yeah, I'm I'm a scrambled guy too, but that's an un- unpopular opinion though. Really, people don't well, like the scramble. Well, no. The scramble was popular. I've had nothing but scrambled eggs for the last few years. No, oh, you've asked, you've done a poll quickly. You've asked Bobby Roth. Everybody. Bobby Roth. Every yeah. Bobby Roth, <laughs> Paul Zabuski, Angeline Lily. <laughs> Eventually, oh, she hates scrambled eggs. Yeah, I refuse uh, to eat scrambled eggs. No, no, no one tells me what eggs I could have natural. in my body. <laughs> I only have eggs in its natural form. Yolk. She just uh, drinks it out of the shell. 
I like them scrambled. I, I'm an okay. I make okay eggs. I, I, they're not bad eggs. I don't make great eggs. I'm not a um, runny egg man. I like my uh, Either yolk solid. Either Oh, oh, look at that. Look at us bonding. Is, I thought you were going to yell at me. I'll touch that bamboo to eat your eggs. <laughs> this is the most we've ever agreed on an episode in six I know. I like, I, like, I like a good boiled egg, but, like, it's got to be, like, hard solid. Hard-boiled egg. Good egg. Mm, yum. Boiled good. I want an egg now. Quail egg? Ma- male egg? Quail egg. Oh, quail egg. Yeah, they're not bad. Not, not my favourite. but Yeah, I wouldn't, you know, every now and then I've had a quail egg, sure. I had a bowl of, like, soup in Chinatown in Melbourne once and had all tons of quail eggs, and I'm like, yeah, these are all right. Fry, fried egg with a big bracky, mm. that's good too. Yeah, and bacon, yep. Bacon. Poached eggs are okay. Not not the, you know. Good, but I can't make it. I have no idea where to start with a poached egg. Is this the anyway. egg slut episode? Are we just back to egg slut, the proud sponsors of the Oz Network? Uh, eggs are good. I don't care. Mm. My mum doesn't like eggs. She's an idiot. Um, <laughs> I'll let her know his mum. She's a chef. Yeah. How could you be a chef and not like eggs? But she makes good eggs. She's like, I've, he, um, she makes people, a really good egg. I've known people to not like eggs, but um, let's just say we're no longer together for that reason. Um, so <laughs> for that reason and that reason, yeah, that that nothing else, nothing else. That that was it. <laughs> Woke up one day, I was like, you don't like eggs? Well, I'm going back to Australia. Bye bye. To be honest, uh, probably would be a deal breaker for me. Like, <laughs> Because people who don't, because people who don't like eggs really don't like eggs. Like, yeah, you can not like broccoli, but the people who don't like eggs, they do not like eggs. But the thing is, what you said about your mum was true about the said person I was talking about because she didn't like eggs, but she cooked good eggs. So maybe there's a thing about I like you don't like something. Yeah. So you don't you don't That's get dates, get but maybe if you, you had so it, well. well, exactly. I was going to say <laughs> you, you don't get dates. So you probably would be really good at dates if you went on one. Um, but hey. You know, I'll go on a, a date, uh, but we're going to an egg house. Is that a thing? <laughs> egg house. Let's go to the local egg, egg house. <laughs> egg slot is an egg house. Uh, isn't it? Egg house, it's, a chicken... is. it's an egg toast place. Yeah. Yes, and isn't it? It's a franchise we discovered, didn't we? Like, there's they're yeah, around franchise. the world, but here they've got egg slot. There's uh, egg, egg draw, ball. egg origin, um, egg, penis. egg day. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> not uh, yet. Is anyway, it New York? Uh, it must be. But let's get into uh, this episode oh, because so we should need to stop talking about eggs. Um, yeah, this episode. Yep, uh, this episode. Sadly, none in New York, by the way. Only in uh, California and Las Vegas. So, wrong part of the country. Um. This episode is an episode of Lost. It features actors and Please. writing and a man by the name of Naveen Andrews Please. playing himself. Barely. Um, it's like, I reckon, like, the last five minutes is the best part of this episode. Uh, I'll just say that. Uh, everything else beforehand, I'm like, okay. Um, and getting uh, the Oz Network's Andrea Gabriel back, I'm like, oh, there she is. She's back. Haven't seen her in a while, but... I think she just plays herself too. In her worst performance yet. Yeah, like I just, I just think she just phoned it. By this point, she's been told that she's not going to be in the afterlife. Well, I mean, in she's the church. Not. Yeah, in the church. I mean, TV's Kimberly Joseph is back. That's good. And she gets Emily, a line. 
Emily Durabin gets called hot. Um, which gotta say, probably dirty Claire is probably the sexiest Claire we get. So yeah, no, I'm I'm with you, Miles. Mm. Um, but other than that, yep. Ben comes back for about 30 seconds, which is nice. I wanna formally apologize to Matthew Fox and last week's episode because we were really rapping on that flash sideways and <laughs> in comparison, like uh, I feel bad that we were digging into that one so much. And then this one comes along. Um, yeah. This might be the most boring episode of Lost. In like, We've <laughs> talked about looking at the watch uh, before in the past. This was moving in double slow time. Like this, this goes beyond the realms of time. It transcends time and just never what happened. Um, yeah. Uh, Cockney Saeed is well and truly in this episode. Um, and creepy side at the end. Yeah, uh, we've said it before, but the Sai character is the one that got absolutely butchered the most. And this is the defining pinnacle of that. And this is his last episode. And it's just heartbreaking. Um, yeah, I, I guess we get into it. <laughs> I, I don't like, I. I agree with you. Like I kind of went into a lot of this season saying that like, I seemingly like it a lot more. Cause I mean, again, I like the flash sideways, but yeah, this one's not good. Like it's just, it's what, why is, and is, is Andrea, uh, why is Nadia married to his brother? Like, like I just don't get this afterlife thing. <laughs> like we just with this storyline, like it's just, it's weird. Um, but you know, sure. Well, Luckily for this episode, we only really have two things. We have the Naveen stuff and the Naveen afterlife stuff. So there's not really a C plot line really. So we can kind of <clears throat> go along chronologically. Um, chronologically lost. Um, Don't mention it. You mention it all the time, Noah. Can we just go one episode without yeah. you mentioning it? Uh, so let's start with the flash. Which, uh, let's take special note because... Uh, this may be the worst one, but we'll see. We'll review that in our final recap. Um, but yeah, we've we've got Naveen uh, looking looking pretty good. Old Naveen in the afterlife. Uh, he's got a cab. He's got his flowers, and he's walking up to a door. And who's at the door? It's Nadia. Uh, as I said, in her worst performance yet. Like she must know she's not getting in that church. Uh, and. I get their children, but these two have to be two of the most annoying, worst characters and worst <laughs> actors in the history of ever. And I apologise, their children, they're like six. Yeah. But this girl and the boy, they're just terrible and they're just annoying in every scene they're in. And it's also a bit like they're a big, they creep me out. These children are creepy. Why are they creepy? Sam and Ava. Sam. Sam. Nadia, Saeed, Amir, mm, and Sam. Sam. Um, Very Iraqi names. And this this is where uh, Saeed's brother comes in uh, and talks about, well, you're bringing flowers to my wife. Now, <laughs> I have two issues with this. Uh, number one, this is the brother that wouldn't even kill a chicken. <laughs> so uh like, he's a wimp and she's going for him you couldn't even kill the chicken well uh that's vegetarian. problem number one and problem number two is 
I don't get because later there's a scene of Nadia and Saeed like, oh, I couldn't be with you, but I wanted to have you. If like, you were with someone and they couldn't be with you, and then can you imagine and they went and married your sister? <laughs> Probably I, would happen to me, Noah, let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like something that would happen to Ben Watt. Probably would. <laughs> yep. Probably expect that. Yep. But like, like, oh, I couldn't be with you, Saeed, so I went and married your brother. <laughs> Next best thing. And like, then she's still clearly in love with him. And also in the afterlife. I feel sorry for her. I actually feel sorry for Saeed's brother because it's like, She's rocking up with flowers. Oh, they're for you. Like, and here she is all flirting, like, oh, Saeed, why don't you want me? Like, bitch, you're still in love with him and you married him, bro. Like, like, let it go. Like, this is, this is my whole thing with, like, um, with Juliet and Sawyer before when he's still pining over Kate. Like, it's just a marriage of convenience. I just, look, God forbid I ever get married and they left me for my brother. (laughs) Or for me. Over me? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be even worse. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Just the thought of that happening. I mean, I could see that. I could see you going after my wife. <laughs> I've, I'm deja vu. I feel like we talked about this in, like, season two. Or was it my daughter? Or it was your daughter. Like it was your daughter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now you've married my daughter and my wife. In all fairness, Leave you stared at my at my wife, so you know that what comes what goes around comes around. Noah, let's be honest. And now she's married to your sister. <laughs> well, she's been around a bit, so she'll get there eventually. Is your your sister is married? Right? She's married. Yes, happily, ten years has two. Yeah, so imagine children. if her husband <laughs> left her for you. Yeah, I wouldn't say no. He's a he's a handsome chap. Nice, nice guy. Nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> See, happy ending in the end. <laughs> I could do worse. <laughs> I have. Her name was Kim. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Uh, I'm not allowing you to go down that path. Um, so this is where they have dinner, and this is this is just this, everything about this is just awful. This whole. The, the kids are digging in the side bag, which I mean, <laughs> like leave the bag alone. But then, the, <laughs> then they get the old uh, wank bank photo, like <laughs> just lying on the top of the. It's got a stain like, on bag, it. Like, <laughs> Mummy, look what we found—a picture of you in Uncle Saeed's bag. Uncle Saeed, what's his stain on it? Why is it sticky? What? I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm with the brother this entire episode. Like, yeah. what are you doing carrying a picture of my wife in your bag? Exactly. I feel so sorry for his brother. This like, dude. Real life? That's my wife. <laughs> your ex-girlfriend who you used to be in love with. Oh, that's fine. Come join us for dinner. How was your trip to Australia? Did you buy me a boomerang? The top of your bag. Like, why did you take a photo of my wife to Australia? <laughs> Um, Why have you chopped pictures of her and put her in Playboy magazine? Like, I don't understand this. And then he's brought the kids boomerangs. uh, And I have to say, like, I mean, I like my uncle. I like my auntie. I don't know what your relationships are with you. But these kids and Saeed seem awfully close to me. (laughs) Are these kids supposed to be, like, why why is he so, 
I, I know some people are close to their uncles and I, I have no problem with my uncle, but I'm not like going through your back. I'm like my auntie I'm relatively close with. Um, I, I wouldn't go through a bag. She'd probably like stab me. But like um, my my dad's side of the family, like I could walk past him in the street and I wouldn't even recognise it. So like um, that's my family. But no, I don't think I'm going to yeah run through a bag. She, she looks after my cat, so I've got to be nice to her. Is the basis of uh, the basis of a good relationship with your uncle or aunt? Ah, yeah, would go through that bag or yeah. wouldn't go through that bag. <laughs> yeah, you, the closer you are, the more you'd go through someone's bag. I wouldn't even do this with my parents. Like I remember growing up, my mum used to go up to Sydney a fair bit to visit uh, my granddad, her dad. And, like, you know, she'd go away for a week. You'd get excited and, like, oh, my God, mum's bought us a present. So you would, you would come in and, like, oh, sit down. Oh, she's and, coming back. Oh. Yeah, yeah, like, tell, tell us about your trip. And the whole time, like, me and my sister are just sitting there going, yeah, cool, whoop-de-doo, you went to Taronga Zoo, where's my fucking present? Like, you know, you were, like, 10. Yeah. You wanted your present, you know, but you wouldn't go you through a go bag. Through bag. No. No. I was well-trained. I'm kids. Yeah, fucking stupid. Like, and is it a bit racist? Oh, went to Australia, got a boomerang. Ooh, I went to America, I got a gun. Like, I mean, like, come on. Well, at least they didn't go on a walkabout. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever uh, had I mean, a boomerang? Like, have you ever owned a boomerang? Uh, I don't think so. I, I feel, feel like it's one of those things that you don't own. Well, I you had did. one as a kid. I did. I couldn't oh. throw it very well. Like, you threw it and it went, like, half of the Yeah, wheel, we, we did have one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I have to say... Look, I, I like my dad. Good guy. You've met him. Nice guy. Have, nice no, nice guy. Good at directions. Good, good at directions, yeah. Good <laughs> yeah. at directions. Uh, <laughs> wasn't great at the whole present thing. I'm, that's bringing back sore memories because I, I relate to that. Um, there was oh, no, no present on the other end. And we, <laughs> every time we thought there would be a present, there, there never was. Bastard. Uh, but your uncle. Uh, I think... It, yeah, oh god, boomerangs galore, uh, <laughs> and pictures of Andrea Gable. Weirdly enough, <laughs> thanks, Uncle Noah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would, I would get my nieces and nephews boomerangs. Why not? Yeah, um, but my brothers aren't going to have kids anytime soon. Yeah, neither thing, am I. Like when I was living in Canada, because it's like so expensive to ship stuff home. Good. The only thing I would send back was like I'd buy some like tacky little souvenirs for my niece and nephew, and like I don't know. Your dad have a maple leaf tea towel, um, and like just transfer the money. I always want, like, like when I lived in New Zealand, it was easier because it was cheaper. But like, yeah, like you just get the you get the niece and nephew stuff because they give a shit about that stuff. Like, you know, yeah, uh, you are an uncle. That's scary. I am. I am an uncle. So, well, then you can you can talk on this topic. Are your nieces and nephews running up to you like this? Uncle Ben, take me to school. And Uncle Ben, why is there a picture of mum? <laughs> Noah, you know I'm not allowed to go within a certain vicinity of a school, so I'm not taking them to schools. Um, they, uh, Link is my nephew. He used to do a lot more. Like, I've been away for a few years and he's grown up. He's now, like, turning 12. He's over you. He's a little bit cool now. He's too cool for Uncle Ben. Um and Avison, my niece, and like, Mike. most of her life I haven't been here, so I don't even know she hardly knows who I am. Um, but, no, they do. They come and talk to me. Like, yeah, the other night they were here for dinner and came to say goodbye, gave me a cuddle and shit. So, sure, yeah. Did you get them a present? You were just interstate? I, I didn't know. That was different. 
<laughs> so you expect your mum to bring back presents, and you didn't get the presents when you Different went. Different Uncle Ben's state. always out of the state. This is this is rare. Mum would only go out like once every two years. Like, oh, out of, like and our family never travelled interstate, so like it was a rarity. Like, when when you say Tasmania. Uncle Ben's always out of the, when you say Uncle Ben's always out of the state, you don't mean you travelled to another state. Just to, yeah, I'm just uh, I'm actually down the local jail. Oh, there he is again. Anyway. A bit, a bit cuckoo. Out of state. Cuckoo. Yeah, I'm Claire. You know, um, catch a falling star and <laughs> uh, I, I will say I think we're on to something that no one's ever talked about and this show has a real thing for uh, bringing in children that don't actually exist because these are another <laughs> two children two weeks in a row that aren't actually... Daddy issues again. Does, does Colton Cuse and Dame Lindelof have children? Like is this just a, a uh, thing yeah, but for them? Now they're creating fake children. It's kind of weird. Um, I but this that, is where but... Sage Brother Omir uh, gets a call, and I love like Mum Nadia. No <laughs> phones at the dinner table. What does he say? Like dinner's over, or something, something like that. Uh, you know, even in the afterlife, no smartphones. Still on the <laughs> dumb phone. Um, it's a very simple time. The afterlife, simple technology, easy, easy. To uh, so this is where he leaves and then uh, Nadia, did you get my letters? And he was saying, yeah, I got them. Um, but he never wrote back. Dick Saeed. Um, and and the, wank. the kids come in. <laughs> uh, and we, we found this picture of you. Oh, it's, everything is awful here. Yeah. Um, did you get that letter in the red envelope, Saeed? <laughs> and, then, and then like creepy brother, like watching things going on. Um, and then this is where the brother wakes Saeed up in the middle of the night and like, Saeed, I need your help. I'm in trouble. Um, and he's like, Saeed's like, rich Saeed. Oh, if you need the money, I will give you money. Where, where does Saeed get money from? <laughs> All the stamps he saved not sending letters to Nadia. <laughs> he saved a lot of money over those years. Sorry, I couldn't respond. I'm very frugal. <laughs> People uh, tired ass. <laughs> Because of you, I bought a new car. <laughs> uh, so uh, this is where he's like, I don't need to pay money. It's This man is wants interest every year. Like, oh, my God, this is yeah. so boring. As a bank <laughs> does. Yeah, well, I mean, like, Kimi is a good sort of, uh, like, start, like, charging interest every year. That's pretty good. Um, he just, like he's not even a loan shark or anything. He just works for the Commonwealth Bank. Like he's just, you know, like he's just, he's just a local bank manager. He just, he just likes to cook <laughs> eggs. Well, that would that would be a good uh, redemption arc for you know Sawyer becomes a cop. Yeah, uh, bank bank clerk. Yeah, but he um, loves his job. He's very thorough, is Kimi. Like, he's got his little henchmen that come with him. He's like, here at the Commonwealth Bank, we take the unrepayment of loans very seriously. So please have some eggs. Uh, so this is where Saeed, uh, I want you to take care of these people. And Saeed, oh, I'm not that kind of guy anymore. Um, so I can't help you. Um, and then again, Saeed and the annoying kids, he's walking them to school. Like, uh, and then Nadia comes running out saying that the brother is in the hospital. Um uh, and this is where, like, God forbid we have one episode without Matthew Fox in it. Uh, I was going to say, like, is he in this episode? But he is. There he is. 
Uh, Do we have a Matthew Fox update this week? No, hang on. You've got some news on Matthew Fox. Yeah, well, I mean, this is completely dating not only this episode, but how big our breaks are between episodes. But we finally (laughs) got our first glimpse of last night and Matthew Fox. uh, Silver Fox. Silver Matthew Fox. Yeah, literally. Uh, Literally. Yeah, finally we've seen what he... He didn't get fat. I was hoping for fat Matthew Fox. Kind of the opposite. Looks a bit sick. uh, well, he's definitely showing his age, but, you know, I kind of appreciate that he's a level-headed guy. He's not this Hollywood plastic surgery. I kind of like that Matthew Fox is going for the grey look. Like, that's kind of rare in Hollywood. So good mean, on he him. Looks, he, does, like, he looks good, you know? He's, he's looking decent. So, yeah, finally our first Matthew Fox sighting. And, yeah, age has caught up to him, but he looks his age. He's in his 50s, right? Late 50s, so. A bit wrinkly. Um. Yeah, he's starting to look a bit Christian Shepherd, right? But yeah, uh, so get excited for Last Light. Old Silver Fox, Matthew Fox. That's going to be exciting. Just haven't heard his voice. We don't know what he sounds like. We'll we'll get that eventually. I'm Matthew Fox. Uh, But yeah, I'm excited. Uh, It feels a bit real now for Last Light. Uh, I love that you're so excited for our hero that you're actually really pumped to see him again. The biggest return comeback in television history. Um, <laughs> until until Emily Duravan premieres on oh. SBS, I was watching some Watch Mojo video the other day, and it had like something to do with Speed Racer in it, and all the clips they were showing of Speed Racer were Matthew Fox clips. I'm like, oh my god, there's Matthew Fox in Speed Racer. I'm like, oh, I've got to watch this I've movie. Seen Speed Racer, but maybe no, we'll maybe cover it. Maybe we will. The no, Matthew Fox month. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited for Silver Fox. Uh, bring it on. Uh, but we'll, we'll keep updated on Last Light. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, I'm sure it's already finished and it was amazing. Yeah, um, it was okay. Or it was terrible. Edit, edit where it was appropriate. Yeah, uh, no, it was decent. So, oh, no, our husband and brother is almost dead, so Saeed's going to get revenge. <laughs> um, don't do it, Saeed. It's, oh, God. Is anyone caring at this point? I'm not. Um. She's phoning it in, old uh, old Andrew here. She's she's not she's not having a good time. Can you blame her? Look who she's acting against. <laughs> this bloody Cockney British guy who doesn't even stumbled on set. <laughs> this I is her second her. last episode as well. I just looked it up. Second last episode. Doesn't even get in the church. <sighs> um, this is uh. Saeed is fixing a vase that the children broke with boomerang. <laughs> you don't use a boomerang inside, you dumb kid. <laughs> um, what happened? <laughs> uh, so she's saying she knows about the loans, blah, 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 blah. Let's just cut to Saeed going off to get revenge. That's me. Um, and this is where he shows up and... Uh, and we have Omar as well as Kimi. Omar, remember, was like the henchman. Um, and they take Saeed, uh, take him to this restaurant. And we have a man cooking eggs. And who is it? It's Elon Kimi. Musk. Now, can I just say, Kimi, great character. Kevin Durant, great actor. Durant, so much not fun Durant, him. not the basketballer. Uh he gives a great before, probably one of his best episodes. But can I just say, 
poor old Michael shoots two people to save his son and is banished to the island and not allowed to move on. This mercenary that strapped a bomb to himself and said <laughs> that he would blow up everybody if you killed him gets to come to the afterlife and cook eggs. Are you kidding me? <laughs> he gets to move on. Well, I mean, it's fair, you know. They, they must be damn good eggs. <laughs> Ben's a bad guy, Noah, so he deserved to have his daughter killed. So, you know. Come on, poor Michael. <laughs> it's racist. Anna Lucia. It's, it's People racist. hate Anna Lucia. Racist. <laughs> racist God. <laughs> um, and funny enough, God's black. So I mean, I don't know what's happening there. Have you know? Have you noticed as well? No echo in the afterlife yeah. either. No Walt. <laughs> We're onto something here. We're onto you. I think you, we God. are. Where's the Where's the retconning of Lost and the racial undertones that this show had? You know, of the afterlife. I mean, let's be honest. The only Middle East Korean people don't like black people. The only Middle Eastern character in the show goes out as a suicide bomb. They kill off two Asian characters in one go. They're like, ah, oh, fuck them. Got to get rid of all those minorities in the no last episode. No black people in the afterlife. Yeah, no black people, um, no Asian people, no Middle Eastern people. Even the one Middle Eastern person in the afterlife ends up with the hot white chick. Yeah. Come on. Whitewashing. Come on. Racial appropriation here, Lost Riders. Well, that wasn't Shannon. That was just Maggie Grace playing Nadia. They just completely <laughs> whitewashed. Yeah. That's it. You get David Lindelof off the show. So why didn't you have Nadia? We did have Nadia in the afterlife. She was just we recast did. as Maggie Grace. <laughs> there you um, go. Gone to the bottom of it. Look, as much as it's absolutely stupid uh, to... As much as it's absolutely stupid that Omar and uh, Kimi get to show up in the afterlife... I would say I freaking love this egg scene and he just gives such a great performance, doesn't he? I I agree. And, like, I, I do love, like, a sinister moment where it's just, like, literally, like, you know, do you want some eggs? Like, you know, it's a bit of a, sh- it's a shakedown, but it's kind of, like, you know, threatening and everything. I, I love Kimi. We talked about him, obviously, a lot. But can I just say, does, does Kevin Durant just not, if they ever do an Elon Musk biopic, like, he, like, he looks so much like Elon Musk. Do you not see it? No. Ah, yeah. I do. I mean, he's, he looks more like this Elon Musk this. than Idris Elba, but, I mean, like, I still think that... <laughs> if the we... second time you've been dying to tell me someone looks like someone. I, I just I just think he does. See I, the resemblance. I think he does. I, I would I would pay to see that movie. Um, but I, I, I need he's looking good in his suit, like not in any camo gear, like he's all, you know, out there and then... I don't understand why Jin's there, but sure. Uh, <laughs> locked in the fridge. Can we get Kevin Durand as a, a Bond henchman or is that car, car, typecasting at that point? I mean, he hasn't been anything in like a decade, right? So probably not really. Can't, you know, I mean, he's got Dave he Batista as a in, What did he pop up in? Uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Something recently. Oh, it's Kevin Durand. Ha, huh? basketball joke, which I'm sure you get. Um, I actually am with you. I think I saw him in something recently, funnily enough. Let's open up his page. Um, Have you recently watched Scooby-Doo and Guess Who? Because he did a voice Uh, for that. That's where it is. (laughs) Um, He does a lot of voice work, it seems, by the looks of things. Um, Pretty good voice. He actually 
He hasn't really acted a whole lot in the last decade, so he's in a show called Lock and Key, spelt L-O-C-K-E. <laughs> Lock, oh, is that it? the Lock spin-off? Apparently. Uh, he's filming a TV series called Pantheon. Uh, he's in a show called Boil- Ballers, uh, Primal, Woo Assassins. Oh, Woo? Who the hell assassinated Woo? Um, I think I'm making it up then. I thought he's in, he's in the movie called Noah. <laughs> <laughs> He was in. Uh-uh. He was in you. He was with Russell Crowe. He was hanging out with him. Yeah, Russell Crowe played me. He did. How did you feel about that? Um, yeah, he hasn't done a whole. Oh, he's in Wild Hogs. Did you recently watch Wild Hogs? Who would play you in a biopic? I don't know. Ricky Gervais. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're both. I was going to say. Oh, what's his name? Uh, oh God. Paul Blart, who's Kevin? Oh, Kevin, yeah, Kevin oh. James, yeah. Could do worse. Yep. What have we got him? Yeah, I don't, I don't mind Kevin James. He's, Kevin James is one of those people that a lot of people really hate and don't find funny, but he's got a select fan group. So similar to me. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say Ricky Gervais is kind of like fat, weird, um, funny, but also you know a lot of people don't like him, um, and also bitter, hates everything, you know. Yeah. Yep. Kevin James. Kevin. All right, we'll go with Kevin James. Fine. Yep, we'll, that will work. Uh so yeah, Kimi's there with the, with his eggs. He makes damn good eggs. Uh, and this, as you said, we see Jin, which will be sort of like a tie-in to Sun and Jin's uh, episode. Um, and uh, I love that this is what they're leaving on. Like, oh, oh, oh it's Jin. Twist like yeah, I mean it's cool to see Jin here, but like, is that what you're really leaving us off on? Like, ooh, it's better than just randomly char- seeing TV's Matthew Fox walk down the hallway in a hospital. Like, there he is. Got a, got this a big fat paycheck do, like, that week. You know, uh, there's like the Star Wars edit where the the character just wa- is walks across the screen and blocks yep. everything. This is where we need to edit Matthew Fox walking in front of key <laughs> scenes of Lost. Just- <laughs> Oh. Silver Fox. We're going to have to take the boy walks across. <laughs> <laughs> Even in, okay, we've got to go back. He still walks in front of himself. Like, <laughs> uh, Don't tell me what I can't do. Walks across. <laughs> yeah. What is someone, this place? Someone someone yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, Not Penny's boat. He's floating in the background. <laughs> yeah, someone who can ever do that. Uh, can, I, can I just say, uh, <laughs> racist uh, Lostpedia, this is uh, season six. The caption for the picture of Jin says, Saeed finds an Asian man in the freezer. <laughs> Learn his name at season six. Come on. <laughs> well, Saeed finds an Asian man in the freezer. <laughs> At least they didn't guess his like nationality, so I mean they you know could have gone a bit more racist, like discovers a Vietnamese man in the freezer or something like that. Well, this is season six. His name is Jin, <laughs> uh, and this is where Jin's a no English, uh, which a bit of a nitpick, but I've never heard a Korean person say no English before. Um, well, have you asked them if they speak English? Well, and he probably would have said no English she, uh, oh, but now I'm just nitpicking. Here it but is. But if you're I allowed think... to say, 
Well, if you're allowed to say this isn't LA and then it turns out to actually be LA like two weeks ago, then I'm allowed to nitpick on Jin's English. Can I just quickly add something um, in regards to uh, the Oz Network's Andrea Gabriel? Now, we talked about Cynthia Watros gets lost. Uh, Have we ever talked about the fact that Andrea Gabriel starred in a music video called Andrea Gabriel, Clever Girl? Um, to which the synopsis on IMDb reads, a woman illustrates her unfortunate habit of falling for hot men who are eternally lacking in the brains department. Um, so I feel like we need to watch this. Why she <laughs> fell for us when we interviewed her. <laughs> um, I mean, does she sing? Is this like her singing or is it just, I, I don't know. Sounds like a Jurassic no. Park crossover, clever girl. Oh, there's official music say, video is on IMD, is on YouTube. We'll have to watch this afterwards. Okay. I do have to say I, uh, a few years ago, did a purge and deleted uh, pretty much every celebrity off my Instagram and I only had people like, sorry, you didn't make the cut of celebrity. Um, I was going to say, that's why you don't follow me anymore, but okay. Uh I only wanted people that I know and all the fans of Hills Network Survivor Rolls. I deleted all them, sorry. Um, See you, Chris. I have to say, Andrea Gable, she didn't make the cut. She survived the purge. She's funny she's on funny. Instagram. She, she's funny. She's one, so, Andrea Gable, one of the only celebrities I have on my Instagram. Oh, I um, feel like I'm just I'm looking at your page her right and now. Colin Hilding. I want to see who you follow here. Well, you follow Jared Lubick, the Jared Lubick. Oh, oh yeah. Never Nick mind. Chester, the Hannah yeah. Stokely. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> you follow Aris, you follow Kim Spradlin, Jonathan LaPaglia, you follow. Um, that's about all the other names yes. I recognise. I'd probably miss some. I can probably get rid of Aris, so. Oh, Alex um, Wyman, the Alex Wyman. Don't know who who's that Alex is. Wyman? I don't know. You follow him. <laughs> Probably mispronouncing his last name. Rob Cassidy. He's got a dog. I do appreciate you still follow my wife. Um, might want to change that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean. oh, I see what's happening here. Oh, okay. <laughs> she leaves me and you keep following her. <laughs> well, do, do I just go in and delete people? I don't know how to use Instagram. <laughs> I can delete her if you want me to. I'll, I'll happily do that for you. Good. Thank you. No, that really means a lot to me. You follow Messy Me, the Messy Me. I don't know who that is. Messy Me. <laughs> you, you know who you follow? Who is this? This is this person, Messy, Messy me. me. I don't. I, I don't even know if you can see that. I can't see that, but I. I don't know what Messy Me is. It says Messy Me, followed by Noah Groves. I'm not going to say your actual Instagram handle. People can follow if they want to. Messy find Me. Messy me. Messy Connor Prosser. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. This is getting weird. Um, <laughs> let's get through because this episode is going too long for how long it It's true. We do. We have for. a habit of this. You've got you've got 20 um, minutes now. I'll get it over and done with. Come on. So this is where Dogen is calmly reading a book uh, <laughs> and Saeed barges into his chambers um, and confronts him about how he was hooked up on that machine and <laughs> Dogen says they were testing him and that there's a scale and it shows good and it shows bad. And his scale showed evil. Are you sticking with this at the moment? I'm not. <laughs> it reminds yeah. me, and bear with Lost me here, me. 
people would have loved this episode when we did it the other year. It reminds you of Dudley Do-Right when uh, Eric Idle's character is questioning Brendan Fraser's character and he's basically going, you're evil, evil. And I just, I kind of expect to have Eric Idle pop out of a thing here because Eric Idle makes anything better, but hey, you know. He would have been good on Lost. Um, Eric Idle would be great. He should be, I don't know, boom. Charlie's dad. <laughs> Charlie's dad. One of the children. One of Saeed's <laughs> brother's children. Well, Charles Whit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Huh? See that? Uh, and this is where Dogen says, well, we tried to poison you, but because um, we would be good if you were dead. Um, great. Uh, and a reminder, we also get a lot you of were mess- all going to die. Well, I was going to say, we get a lot of message of fan mail also telling us that they wished we were dead. Um, yep. But Mainly we're not going in. Mainly you, but sometimes it's a kind of catch-all. So we can include me and Colin. Weird that they're always signed by C. Hilding, but hey. (laughs) And J. Hilding too. Yeah, Um, those ones are only directed And N. Groves. Yeah. (laughs) And C. Dixon, but we always expected that would happen eventually. And A. A, A Gable as well. (laughs) A. Gay? That's uh, (laughs) That's, um, It's very specific. Gay. Uh, One of them. Well, one of them. Yep. Just one of those. Yep. And uh, a straight. <laughs> uh, and this is where uh, Saeed says, I'm a good man. And Dogen and Saeed have a fight. Uh have to say, uh, it's Bobby Roth. I was wondering if uh, they got Mark Forster in for this episode. Because <laughs> this fight <laughs> was so like John Bacardi and like poorly edited. I don't know if it's because the I saw the bulls and the horses fighting. Good. <laughs> um, yeah, but then Saeed basically wins, but then they get distracted because the baseball falls. Um, and and they talk about well, like the sun and everything that happened there. And then he says Saeed has to leave and never return. Um, Pretty much one of the only good things going for its episode, uh, Terry O'Quinn. Going to give him props. He does a great job this week. Uh, the only one. Um, well, Michael and Emerson this, walks in a room and yeah, looks a bit Ma- scared uh, and walks Matthew out. Fox, uh, I believed he was walking. That was good walking. <laughs> I, I did too. Evangeline Lilly, I believed her hair yeah. was curly. I, I really believed that she didn't want to take the vaccine. I, <laughs> I agree. That she, yeah. I bought it. Um, TV's Kimberly Joseph, she was there. Yeah, I believe she was asking what happens if yep. they don't go. Um, but this is where we get uh, old dummy Joe out outside the temple with his psychic. Oh, God. Did I give her props a couple of weeks ago? Because she is so bad. And <laughs> oh, I was watching funny. this thinking, like, this is our Australian representation of this show. <laughs> Proud this is all we've got. Her and Kimberly Joseph. Yep. Um, but yeah, we get we. She's like the the sidekick, uh, and uh, that she's gonna send a, a, a message to Dogen, uh, and she doesn't want to go initially, but it says that she has to go. And uh, will you bring my son back? Yes. Uh, so she goes out, and she's gonna go and head to the temple. Uh, 
And the man in black replies, only the ones that won't listen when she asks uh, if he will hurt them, which is a great line. Like, Locke is such a good villain here. Like, only the ones that won't listen. Um, and then Sayyid off, uh, and Miles was like, well, where are you going? I've been banished. Um, <laughs> and uh, the people, they want him dead, so he has to leave. Uh, and then Miles says, no, you were dead, but you got brought back. Um, and then uh, Oh Claire comes marching into the temple. Uh, he wants to see you. Uh, and, oh, God, her trying to be tough. Speak English. <laughs> she just, you can talk, uh, Claire. <laughs> My baby. <laughs> Is this fresh and fry? Um. <laughs> I was given a props for at least having fun, but her trying to be tough in this episode is just so bad. Speak English. Um, and then why doesn't he come and see you? You can't see him. Um, and Dogen says he's not going to go because he's not a fool and that the man in black would kill him. And then she says, well, I suggest you bring someone he won't kill, which is just like... <laughs> Like, who writes this stuff? Come on. Uh, well, that guy that I can't say his name and the other guys, that's who writes this stuff. <laughs> and then uh, Dogen says uh, to Lennon to clear into the pit <laughs> and to bring Shepard and Ray. Um, and Lennon says, we don't know where they are. And try harder. Uh, that's actually them saying then- to the writers. They're like, try harder. <laughs> like, come on, you can try me harder than this. Uh, and then he says, well, Saeed, I need you. And I thought you wanted me to leave. Well, things have changed. Uh, and this is where he, he gives Saeed the dagger uh, and explains to Saeed that Claire is a confused girl under the influence of an angry man, uh, like Jamie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Joke of the episode. <laughs> good job. Well, well could be pretty angry. Let's be that honest. was pretty good. Yep. Um, he's always complaining about his kids. He's an angry man. <laughs> hey, um, you haven't seen it in person. <laughs> uh, but uh, that she's been trapped for years. Uh, but now Jacob is gone, and that he's going to destroy everything on the island. And the man is evil incarnate. Uh, so Dogen gives Saeed the dagger, Naveen the dagger. <laughs> um, and I, I do kind of like this bit where he's kind of saying, no matter what he says to you, don't even let him talk, just stab him in the chest. Because uh, you're thinking at the time, like, eh, no, he won't actually do that, and we'll get to that. But I, I kind of like that. Uh, and then Dogen says, this is a chance to prove that you're a good person, which, I mean, he's a zombie and there's nothing else that he's going to do for the rest of this season until he blows up. So why are we even <laughs> caring? Um, uh, so Saeed leaves the temple uh, and then oh, pop up. Here's uh, Evangeline. Oh, Kate, uh, she's out protesting at the temple. Coughing. Um, yeah, coughing around at the temple. Got a running nose. Uh, can't taste. I mean, we've spread out these recordings over like quite a few weeks, but I swear Kate has been slowly making her way back to the temple for like the past four episodes. 
She didn't she stop it off with some protests. No, I was going to say she's got a few protests to get to. The island's very anti-vax, you know? <laughs> I feel like the others would be anti-vax. Um, <laughs> Saeed, definitely anti-vax. Oh, um, yeah, Sawyer would be. Sawyer would be. Hurley Jack's would be not. a bit hesitant. Ja- Jack's very Jack's pro not. Locke, not, but this dummy Joe probably. No one tells um, him what he what he can't do. So you know, if he wants to not get the vax, then <laughs> yeah, then he won't do it. Boom, but they're going to get him would a vax on their the dime. Boom! Like, I've got the vax. I can do it. <laughs> My vax is better than yours. <laughs> I've got two shots. Um, <laughs> this is going to be so dated in like four years when people like, are downloading. What are they talking about? Like, <laughs> what happened? What, what happened? happened? <laughs> COVID? Isn't that that thing that they were scared about in 1999 of taking over the world and planes falling out of the sky? Yeah, when the when the like the gen gen like X Y Z are listening to this, like the retro. Oh, I like shows from 2000. I listen to podcasts about Lost, and they stumble across this shit. Uh, we're both dead <laughs> by then. Go listen to the the normies or whatever the fuck that show. If, if you're listening in 2016, <laughs> uh, turn it off. The normies. Um, How are they, Noah? How are the normies this week? Yeah, they like this episode. So, well, they're idiots. <laughs> uh, this is where. Uh, they have an interaction, uh, and then uh, was it Miles is like that hot Australian chick is back, Claire? <laughs> no, not Claire. Uh, Kimberly Joseph, <laughs> uh, Nicole Kidman. Uh, didn't you see? She's finally got a career resurgence. <laughs> She's back. <laughs> yes, this week on Lost guest star, special guest star Nicole Kidman, featuring Kate Blanchett. Uh, <laughs> Kate Blanchett would have been a good Jacob. She would have been a better Jacob than Mark Pellegrini. I'm not, I'm not a Kate Blanchett fan, but she could pull it off. Yeah. I feel like she's an absolute nonce. Like she does that. She does that fake Australian posh accent that anyone from Australia realizes that that's not actually a thing. She, she's a no, she's in interviews. She's 1950s yeah, Australian. Those, those like, oh, and before we get to the movie, oh, and today in Sydney, yeah. Noah Groves walked down the street on an emu. I'm an actor. Her, her, and Jeffrey Rush and Kate and Jeffrey, we're on to you. We know yeah. that that's fake. Whereas you know, every you Australian know, knows that's fake. Talk, talk, real Australian. Nicole Kidman, even though she was born in Hawaii, she's still a bit. She's Aussie. You know, Hugh Jackman, Russell Crowe. Well, he's kind of a Kiwi, but whatever. Uh, Chris for Hemsworth. Listen, for the kids listening in 2060, Kate Blanchett, fake Australian accent. Emily Duravan. Real as hell. Um, <laughs> she's from she's from Melbourne, or I don't know where I don't know where she's from, but she's from real part of Australia. I I don't like Kate Blanchett either, but she's a good actress. I'll give her she, that, and she, I think she know, probably would have been a good Jacob. I can admit she's a good actress, and the only ever time I ever stood up and paid attention to Kate Blanchett was in Thor Ragnarok. I'm like, okay, Kate Blanchett, yep, I'm I'm on board. But outside of that, yeah, a bit annoying. Jeffrey Rush, good man in black. I like Jeffrey Rush. Jeffrey Rush could pull it off, yeah. Jeffrey Rush, good lock. Yeah, just, yeah well, good, yeah, yeah. Uh, just, we're on to you, though. Quit, quit it with the fake accents. Um, <laughs> Kate Blanchett. Oh, hello. <laughs> uh, 
And then the other one for the Americans listening is the comedian Jim Jeffrey. On the other side, he does a fake Emily Duravan accent where it's like, <laughs> you don't actually sound that Australian. You're putting it on for the Americans. And they think, oh, Australians. Yeah. Steve Irwin, though. That's no, not that a TED talk on Australian accent. Steve Irwin. Um, oh, rip Steve Irwin. Why are you laughing about Steve Irwin? <laughs> because it just gave me a fleeting sense of uh, mortality that I will also be dead one time too. You get stabbed um, in the chest by a stingray? Maybe. Anything could happen. I'm, nothing's off the card. Um, <laughs> How do you think you're going to die, Noah? What, what's your predictions right now? Oh, it's going to be something stupid like... Alcoholism. <laughs> Your liver will well, explode. <laughs> no, it's just like uh, uh, we don't do video episodes, but I've got this thing for my mouth. It's like slowly making my jaw wider. I almost choked on it the other day. I'm like, I'm just trying to fix my teeth, and it's just like wow. And I choked on it from just putting it in. I wasn't even. Do- I was just putting it in, and I almost died. So it's going to be. I hear Jamie say that like a lot, that. actually, but that's another story. Uh, my joke is better. Jamie's going to die having sex. I just can see it. Colin will uh, probably die. Colin will probably Col- die Colin's in probably sex too. Heart attack. Um. <laughs> Colin's dead at the time of uh, airing. I'm going to get um, murdered by somebody who like hates the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or a fan. Hey, I'd gladly be killed by a fan. That would be a cool way to go. I'd make the news. <laughs> That's one of our uh, Patreon perks. Yeah, exactly. $10 a month, you can kill me. <laughs> uh, $5 a month, just an arm. Yeah. Um, a dollar a month, you get coronavirus from Noah. I'm the only one on the show who hasn't freaking had the virus. I'm healthy. You talk about my alcoholism. I feel left out, feel. don't you, loser? Here I am sitting two weeks recovered. <coughs> yep. Uh, you know, it's Colin oh, and I got it very similar times. Just saying. Yeah. What have you two been secret meetings without me? Jamie uh, Jamie does Jamie, enjoy Bella. talking don't, to me. Don't let Evangeline Lily hear you cough. Um, <laughs> Never on the show now. We've lost Evangeline. Yeah, she was about to come on. Um, you got that fake virus. But this is where... Uh, Saeed uh, comes across Man in Black, Locke, and I do like how Dogen said that he'll appear as someone who you know, but I don't know why he didn't just tell him it's going to be Locke. Wouldn't that have been a bit more easy? I um, I for some weird reason had a memory that like he showed up as Nadia, but um, just making that up in my head. That apparently. would have been kind of better because like him having to stab Nadia, but he's yeah. a bit unsure and a bit taken aback, but. I think he's stuck in Locke's body now. I think that's how it works. Right. Uh, which you could be stuck in worse body. True. Handsome man. One of the kids. Um, yeah. Kate Blanchett. Uh, <laughs> you could be stuck in Kate Blanchett's body. What do you do if you woke up um, tomorrow and you were Kate Blanchett? Like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm Kate Blanchett. Movian. I should pitch that to Kate Blanchett. <laughs> She's got us. Every Australian's got Kate Blanchett on speed dial. What is calling now? Hello, Kate Blanchett. How you Hello, Ben. How are you today? That was that movie Noah that you mentioned earlier. That's what that was about. It's just you. Yeah, Kate Blanchett waking up as me. Yep. Um. 
so I, I do, I, I'm going to give this episode one or two props. I love it when he sees uh, Locke and he actually does it. Hello, Saeed, and he just stabs him. Like, yep. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I actually really um, like this scene, although it's like, it's it's kind of phoned in by both of them. I feel like it could be played for laughs more. It's like, what'd you do that for? <laughs> oh, I do to you. <laughs> um, but this is, I don't really get this because it's like, well, what do you want? You know, everything I want is dead. Uh, I don't really get him where he's saying, well, what if I said you could, you could have the thing that was dead? Is it? Just kind of being like, ooh, the Flash sideways he knows about. Or is it trying to say that he's going to turn into Nadia and they're going to like, Man in Black and Saeed are going to live happily ever after together with him as Nadia? Or is he just outright lying? I, I don't really work, get do you think? If he, if, he, if he rocks up and like could be Nadia and they're just like getting a bit kinky in the jungle, like who's, luck, who's Saeed fucking there? The Man in Black? Sure, he's a handsome guy. Well, I mean, he's Nadia, so yep. he's, <laughs> he is the man in black. Like, like, who's your number it's one cool. celebrity? Like, if you like, if if one celebrity that you could have in the world walked into your room right now, but then you found out it was like Ghost Ben, like, does that change your mind? Oh no! <laughs> like, if I died <laughs> and then you knew that I was in the shape of like I don't know whoever you you're really into, oh. um, <laughs> would you do it? I I feel like that. If you had those, I feel like you would do that. Why you would, would I do that? Me. I don't want you to fuck me. <laughs> what was no, like having sex with Noah? <laughs> just to get me. Just to, to have something to say on the show. Um, <laughs> so this week on the Aussie Network, Noah and I had sex do last week. <laughs> do it for the content. This is season six. Yeah, true running story. Out of things. Welcome to we episode 12. Minutes, <laughs> we spent 10 minutes on A. We're running out of content. So do it for the you, content. You, you, no, no, no co-hosts on the Oz Network or Survivor Oz have ever fucked before. Until now, Noah and I have had coitus. <laughs> No, surprisingly good. Yeah, uh, well. <laughs> um, why do you think you and Colin got COVID? How many episodes of 24 can you talk about before you run out of <laughs> topics? There's more episodes of 24 than lost. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Jack Bauer's um, a man who stops a no virus. No, you should know that. You watch at least three seasons of 24. Do you, do you know the actress Mackenzie Davis? Not personally, but no, I. She's she's my man in black appearance. Mackenzie Mackenzie Davis. You would know her because she was in that crappy Terminator film that I never saw. Mackenzie Davis. Oh, really? Her. I like her. Okay. I'm I'm a Mackenzie Davis hipster because I've been following her for like almost ten years. And that's why you have a restraining order. Um. I didn't Speaking like of, her in that Terminator movie, so I've not seen the Terminator movie. Don't but I do like Mackenzie Davis? You, the um, one that you, there's one that you yeah. like that I like. Sure, um, American Horror Story Girl. Oh yeah, well, obviously. What's her name? Um, I forget, but the, I liked the, her. The the the, the sister. The, yeah, no, she's hot. Her older sister is Vera, um, somebody who's a great actress as well. 
Vera Farmiga. She's a really good Every time I see her older sister's name, I think it's her. I'm like, oh, and then I watch, I'm like, oh. Uh. <laughs> oh, no, the, the sister too. She's great. Taysa Farmiga. Yeah, Taysa I like Taysa. Yeah, um, I would, I would, I would man in black her. <laughs> I would man that. in black. I would man in black Kenzie too. Um, yeah. Speaking of uh, following, choice, interesting choice. Okay. Yeah, I mean, as I said, I'm a Mackenzie Davis hipster. Um, but speaking of ten years, I realised the other day. Uh, it's almost bang on uh, our ten year. Anniversary. Oh, you and I? Oh. Yeah, did you? I have to say that you need to bring me a present from (laughs) Melbourne. I've stuck with you for 10 years. It's true. You might be the longest. You're probably the longest current person that's out of my family in my life right now. So, um, solid. Yeah. Where's my boomerang? I'll buy you a boomerang. I'll buy you one in New York. I'll throw it across the the, the river. The river between New York and Korea. There it is. It's just there. It's in Glenorchy. I, I, I don't have an exact date, but it was early 2012, like first quarter of 2012. So at the time <laughs> of recording, it's February 2022. Oh, happy anniversary, Noah. What's a 10-year anniversary? <laughs> wow. Ten you and I have lasted longer the- than I was married. That's a, that's a scary thought. Why? Yeah, you and I should um, get married. It's legal now. When are we going to do that? At fifty or something? Like, like if we turn fifty and we're still single. <laughs> mm. uh, but the difference is—is is it your fifty or my fifty? Because it has to be my fifty. That's not fair if it's your fifty. Fuck! I'll be like 80. you're like ten years older than me. <laughs> Can't wait that fair. long. You know. Oh. To be if, my make, if, you, um, if we make it to 81 days, it'll be a record. So, you know, give it a crack. 10 years. Uh, so congratulations to us. I've Time flies when you're recapping Lost. Um, <laughs> it's taken us about that long to get to episode six of season six. Yeah. Wow. Good times. Yeah, stuck with you for 10 years. I want to go back and re-listen to your Ozzet introduction episode now. Just a, oh, good memories. <laughs> Scared like a 14 year old, like, leave me alone. (laughs) Uh, let's get to the end of this episode. Um, so doesn't die, so you can have anything you want, but you just have to deliver a message. Um, uh, so he returns to the temple and he publicly announces, uh, that everyone has to leave because we're going to leave the island. You have till sundown. Uh, Jacob is dead, and we get we get our nice uh, one line, Kimberly. Uh, what happens if we don't leave? Uh, what does he say? You're gonna die. So not much of a choice. Uh, she, she got a Screen Actors Guild check that week. Good job, Kimberly Joseph. Probably fed her for about a couple of months. I have to say, uh, Evangeline Lilly would be pissed off at the Man in Black with his sort of. Uh, sundown mandate that he's got going on. We don't have a choice. Um, <laughs> She's protesting. Man in black out. I'm not anti man in black. I'm anti not having a choice. <laughs> um, I'm anti sundown. Um, <laughs> this is where they're like, where well, uh, Kate's looking for 
Claire, um, and this is where we get to the pit that poor old Claire's been chucked in a pit. Put the um, lotion in the basket. <laughs> that is a bit like that. <laughs> Precious. Um, I could see Evangeline Lilly playing uh, Clarice Starling in a yeah. reboot. Yeah. Like, Why not? Yeah, not the worst. Who would play Who would play Hannibal? Josh Holloway? Oh, Michael Emerson. Come on. Sorry. Touche. <laughs> Dumb question. <laughs> and the Anthony Holder would play Buffalo Bill. <laughs> I'll kill him. I'll make I'll make furniture out of your skin. I'll do I'll it. I'll put the lotion in the bath. <laughs> um, no, Josh Holloway is Buffalo Bill, and then you just got his sidekick. I'll put the lotion in the basket. Shut up, Boone. Josh Holloway. Oh, I can see that. That would actually be pretty good. Yeah, he's free. Um. Uh, so we got Pit Claire. Um, and I, I do like this event. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, Claire. I took. I took uh, Aaron. They don't have him. You what? <laughs> <laughs> you what? Mate? I do kind of love. I do kind of love that this completely fires on Kate and Claire is just not having it. I actually really like. Like purse-lipped, angry Emily DeRaven here, like evil. Like that's the Emily DeRaven acting oh, yeah. school right there. She she shows that to her classmates every week. This is angry-looking Claire. <laughs> week week nine pit. I'm gonna show you how to act angry in a pit. That got her a um, role in SBS. <laughs> that was the SBS. This was the audition, the pit, because SBS loves pit. Um, oh, and they love singing like crazy women singing Catch a Falling Star and putting Catch a Falling Star in. <laughs> People who aren't Australian think we're joking, but that's totally something that would be on SBS. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be naked though, and there'd probably be a carrot. She would be naked, uh, and, and she would be Kate Blanchett. Um, <laughs> uh, Hello, I'm Claire. <laughs> uh, but I, I do like. Okay, I'll, I'll give her the murmuring catch falling star. Pretty, pretty creepy. The rest yeah. of it, I'm not buying the uh, speak English, but this is pretty creepy. Um, but what is this where Kate's like, no, no, I've come to rescue you. Uh, I'm not the one who needs rescuing. <laughs> oh, one line. She's full of one liners this week. Uh, yeah. That uh, must be Zabzuski's uh, specialty. Uh, and then, oh, God, the cringiest line of the whole episode. He's coming, Kate. He's coming, and they can't stop him. Like, <laughs> cut the commercial. Come, come on, no, you got to do, like, the creepy, like, she's got the purse lips before, now she's like, eh, 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 eh. she's Joker, Joker Claire. <laughs> oh, get yeah, get her in the Joker. Come on. Uh, or maybe just the McDonald's uh, biopic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no grimace. <laughs> oh. uh, 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 this is where <laughs> when Emily's around is... to play Birdie. <laughs> you don't hear much about Birdie in terms of McDonald's. What character. happened to Birdie? <laughs> she became a chicken nugget. <laughs> the, the, the unsung McDonald. Emily DeRaven playing a chicken nugget. When are they bringing the McDonald's uh, cinematic universe, the MCU? 
The M- acting M- Muxier. I always liked Hamburglar. Always, always my favourite. <laughs> yeah, but he's a bit creepy because he's the only human character. So what's he doing? Well, Ronald McDonald's with... not exactly an alien. Is he human? I thought he's he was kind of a bit like it. <laughs> well, he's a human, right? He's a clown. I don't think it is a human. Clown's like a, a human too, Noah. Stop anti-humanizing clowns. No, but not it. It's just like a weird creature. <laughs> kind um, of like Emily DeRaffin. <laughs> anyway, uh, the group is uh, getting ready to leave. Would you leave or would you call the bluff? Would you stay? I'd leave. Yeah, I'm a coward. I'm not gambling. But, but, like, in all fairness, they know that basically um, Bogan Dogan is the only thing basically keeping Locke out. So it's kind of like, do you want to stay in a place where your own security system is like, what What if Dogan, like, wakes up in the middle of the night to get a glass of water and trips and hits his head on the corner of the counter bench and they're all dead? Like, I mean, I don't want to risk my life on the the life of, like, people die in their sleep all the time. We might die in our sleep tonight. We don't know. But, like, if I you leave. I choked on my teeth. Exactly. You know, whereas, like, if you leave and there's that off chance, you know, like, die if you stay, which you kind of know probably will happen because, again, you've been told you're safe in here from that thing outside or step outside and make a deal with this thing. Like, I'm open to deals. You're going to die either way, so, you know. The Waterworth, open. Yeah. <laughs> That's what my Tinder bias said. For deals, for deals, for deals. Well. Um, but this is where... Um, this is where I, I like this, like, Lennon. Like, Cindy, why are you leaving? Like, Jacob is dead. I'm shipping Lennon and Sid, Cindy. I think something went on. I think there's about to be a third oh, kid. There's um, um, Something went on. She's a big Beatles Now, I realise there's been, what, like, <clears throat> a four or five-year gap, but I swear these kids were, like, six. Why is one of the, why is a girl, like, 16 all of a sudden? Four or five-year gap, like you said. Didn't you not see Malcolm David Kelly in one season of Paradox? Yeah, but like he aged naturally, right? I swear, as I said, these kids are like six, and now she's like 16. She's aged like 10 years in five years. She would have been like 12, so then going through puberty. Yeah, let's (laughs) move on. Dolly! Cut that that out. Cut that out. Never. Um, So. He's got boots uh, too. Equal opportunity. Let's. Let's finish this episode. Uh, so let's see. Uh, this is where they talk about the uh, baseball and then it's like, oh, we've got to give Dogen some sort of backstory right before he dies. Uh, so he says he was a banker in Osaka. Um, Keen. You know, I've been to Osaka twice, I have to say. His story, that was not real Osaka. Um, <laughs> no banks in Osaka? No, uh, except for with Kimi. Uh, and they took him out for drinks, and he had too much. <laughs> so he's trying to say that he drunk drive like home. Like, um, if you take coworkers taken out for drinks, surely you're getting a cat. Um, well, I mean, but taxis he... are expensive in Japan. True. Um, yeah, driving not so much. Cheap. So, uh, so his son died. Um, which, if he was anything like the kids from that flash sideways, good riddance. Um, <laughs> Cut that out. Cut that out. No. <laughs> Kid had boobs. Uh, and then this is where it's like Jacob says, comes and says, well, if you come to this island, I can save your son's life. I'm sorry. 
if I'm in Tasmania and my I drunk drove and my son dies and I'm in the hospital and a Japanese guy shows up, says that he can save my son's life if I just go off to this island. Probably thinking he's a bit cuckoo and uh, get out of here. I'm grieving. My son just died. Why are you here? Also think you might have an arrest warrant after you because I'm sure the police want to talk to you about the fact why were you drunk when your son got killed in a car accident. But you could just willingly leave the leave Japan. Very, very lenient Japanese uh, law enforcement about getting drunk and killing a child. Very just, oh, <laughs> it's all right. It's all right, Bogan. Oh, you, scallywag, another one. <laughs> Don't get to three. That's when we'll start investigating. I like, um, I like that Dogen tried to frame it as this noble thing of I wanted to save my son. He was on the run. He's like, what, you can get me out of Japan? <laughs> You got drunk and your son do died. Like, if you want to make this, like, sympathetic, be like, oh, like, he was killed in a terrorist attack because I, like, was five minutes late or something. Like, make it something that we're sympathetic for, not I got drunk behind the wheel so then I did a runner to another fucking mysterious island to try and save him where I've been hiding out. For th- you haven't saved him. You've been staring at a baseball, keeping everyone fucking prisoner. Idiot. Well, m- maybe not terrorist act. Uh, he is in front of sight. That's a bit insensitive. Sorry, um, no, you're right. Very just yeah. semi racist, Ben. Sorry. Sorry. Um, actually, one time when I was in Japan, I, with some friends, we were at the same uh, restaurant bar sort of thing that three Japanese businessmen who had just been celebrating a wedding came from, and we got absolutely blind drunk with them, and they took us for steak at two in the morning. So that was fun. Did they drive uh, you somewhere and then, and then, kill a then child? we killed a child? Yeah, well, okay. And was that steak rare or was it well done? It was medium rare, like it should be. Um, even on, um, drunk Japanese men know that. On, um, I think it was Hinge the other day. There was a girl who one of her prompts literally said, "It was like, um, you're an idiot or something like that." It's like, "Well done, steak should be banned or something like that." Well, <laughs> like green match made in heaven. <laughs> Well, fuck um, you, you were hot, now you're just dumb. I mean, we don't really have to eulogise Dogen. I think it was an interesting character that never went anywhere. The actor is great. He's been in quite a few things. I really like him. Maybe if they introduced him in season five, but at this point we're so close to the end, no one cares. And um, I think good riddance to the end of the Temple arc. And same goes for Lennon, who's even worse. Um you shit. But we get the little backstory right then, and then Saeed just kills him. It's like, uh, yeah, Saeed's making a bad, uh, Saeed's making a bad case for trying to prove that he's a good guy. Huh. Well, I mean, in Iraq, he's probably considered a good guy. Like, you know. Uh, and then he just like slits Ledin's throat, <laughs> uh, which is crazy. Um, and then we have pretty much the only good thing of this episode, although it's not even as good as I remembered it. I remember this being way more like chaos and carnage and like epic, but it's like, uh, it's still good, but this is where like Smokey just destroys the temple, which I have to say the temple arc is easily one of the lowest arcs in uh, Lost for me. It's so lowest. destroying the temple, I'm, I'm up for that. Um, 
but it's pretty cool like seeing the havoc and like Kate saying like Claire we got to get out now nah, safer in here and I do like like action Evangeline Lily where she like jumps into the but well, well I feel like she like jumps onto a ladder doesn't she but yeah if there's she's a ladder avoiding the, she's avoiding corona that's coronavirus going <laughs> above her she's next no, I don't have the I don't have the vaccine ah um so yeah, I mean, this is pretty cool, right? When Smokey just wreaks havoc everywhere. I, I I really like this. And I actually, like, I like, I'm with you with Action Avenger. I actually kind of really like, I don't say badass Claire, but I just kind of like Claire just sitting there going like, yeah, look at him go. Like, you know, she's kind of just like staring up at old Gummy Joe. Um, but I, I like, I like, I don't like What's-A-Face coming back. in. You know, Lapidus is great, but then What's-A-Face old, um, what's her name? Lana, but I, I kind of like that we haven't seen them in the episode, but then they just sort of pop up in the end. Like, that's such a kind of that doesn't really happen in many TV shows. So, I think it's kind of cool that it's just like, oh, there they are. The only, the only thing about it though, that I'm like, like, I kind of like Ben, who's like, I'm gonna get Saeed, and then you've got like creepy, weird Saeed's like smile that he does. Like, have you seen um, um, Home Alone 2? when you've got, like, Tim Curry uh, watching The Grinch and they both do that, like, big smile, like the Grinch cartoon from, like, the 60s. Like, this it reminds you of Saeed with this, like, creepy smile, like, I'm safe or, hello, I'm safe. I don't know what he says. But, like, it just kind of bends, like, look on his face and he's just like, okay, you're a bit cuckoo bananas. I'm going to go. I'm getting out of here. I'm going. I do kind of like that, though. The one, thing I, the one thing I actually really like about this is, um, and I'm probably jumping ahead here, but, like, I like a good... TV show or movie where you kind of get like a like a something like a, a a song that's generally not sad and you make it sad or creepy. So I love this like catch a falling star and like everyone's like dead and they're kind of walking all slowly. Like I come like oh that's like effective. That's kind of like you know oh like he's old Gummy Joe and his gang of merry men and women. Like that's what I like about this episode. This I'll say this is what saves it from a bin from me is I just love this ending. I just think it's like, it's you're right, it's not as epic as you maybe think it is, but it's just still, it's effective and it's kind of cool because, like, at this point you're like, oh, okay, what's happening from here? So it saves itself from being a shit episode to me in the last five minutes here. Yeah, I mean, the Catch a Falling Star is fantastic and really creepy and now we're sort of split off and we have Team Man in Black with, uh, Saeed and Claire, zombies. Oh, God. We've still got how many episodes? Ten left. <laughs> but um, actually, I was also really like, just sorry, before I forget, um, like, say what you will about Evangeline Lilly, but she actually, like, you say that um, Terry Quinn does a good job. I think Evangeline does a good job in this episode because even, like, this moment when they're all, you know, like, you got old zombie Saeed going up almost like, yeah, boy, this is what I did. And everyone's just, you know, nodding and, like, you know, jerking off old gummy Joe. You've got kind of Kate here with this, like, freaked out look of, like, what the fuck is going on right now? And I think, like, doesn't do much outside of that. I mean, you got Locke and Claire sharing a sup, like, as they kind of walk out there. But just this look on, like, Kate's face, she's like, what the fuck? They've all got vaccinated. I don't want to hang out with them. Yeah, this is kind of like the anti-vaxxers and the vaxxers splitting off. Like, yeah. like Saeed, Kate Claire, has to team up with Kate. the vaccinated. <laughs> no, this team is not the vaccinated. Come on. They've turned into zombies. But why well, Why is but why is Kate then, like, scared to hang out with this group? She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> She's realising what the anti-vaxxers are really like. <laughs> um, They're crazy. 
And now we're split off into two teams and the temple is destroyed. Rip temple. Um, yeah, it is definitely an effective scene. Um, we've been going on a long time. I don't think we have any questions answers, do we? Um, can you catch a falling star and put it in your pocket? Um, no. Mm. Why no, are the kids not- so shit? Yeah. We've got what happened? No, I've got nothing. I don't think we had any answers either, did we? No. Um, so let's get into, well, I guess trivia uh, quickly. Uh, Omar is the first character to be killed on screen in the Flash Sideways. What, what happens if you die in the afterlife? Um, you start again? <laughs> I mean, like... I, I I mean, can you die in heaven and hell? I I don't I don't know. Um, I hope so. I didn't read that page of the Bible. Um, Kimi is wearing the Rolex watch that Jim was to deliver to Los Angeles. That's kind of a cool little Easter egg tidbit. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Miles and Son meet in the in this episode for the first time. Oh, that's sweet. I like the uh, that moment was... when he says, like, where's your husband? That's kind of cool. And she's like, what, Jin? How long till we actually get once their again... meat? Yeah, once again, they've separated. Um, where is Jin at the moment? I'm just trying to think in terms of the in time. Bridge. <laughs> no, that's not Jin. That's he was an coming Asian back man. to the temple. Wasn't he coming back to the temple? We, we, but not with Kate for some reason. Yeah. No, because he was with Claire. He was in the bear trap. Yeah, but then he was with Claire and Locke. So where is he? So where is he now? Where is he? Hanging with Rose and Bernard, having a picnic. Miles, that was a good question. Oh, where is he? Uh, yeah, there's nothing really else. Very interesting. Um, the same background actors who are seen guarding the temple door at the very start of the attack are seen with the national flag after the massacre is over. Um... The minivan has the same license plate as Jack's Bronco. Oh, there's, a, there's an answer. Tick that off the list. Thank God we've discovered that. Uh, and the baseball switches sides. Um, okay, what are you going to do? Are you going to switch your sides? It goes from like New York Yankees to the Boston Red Sox. Like, I mean, Ben Randall by. Uh, I was probably leaning towards a bin, but then, like, yeah, this episode, like, just at the end, it saves it for me. So, um, low rent. Um, I have got this ranked at 98 out of 110. So, uh, just below maternity leave and just above par avion. Um, and Hollywood Reporter has this at 49th. Quite high. So... Um. Oh. Yes, but a rent, oh. rent for me. Wow, I'm binning. Um, oh, this is worse than Lighthouse last week. Uh, wow. It's I might give it the title for most boring episode of all time, except um, for this one that you and I are recording. Right, that's pretty boring. Yeah, this is one of our worst. Um, but I mean, the ending definitely is a highlight. That's for sure. Um. But just I hate the Saeed, everything they've done with Saeed. The Flash Sideways is boring. Uh, the Temple arc is easily one of the show's worst arcs. Uh, so there's almost nothing redeeming. The dialogue in this episode is not good. 
Uh, actually, uh, since we last recorded, which to break the illusion was quite a long time ago, I've actually ranked every episode of Lost because uh, I had some time uh, at my work uh, a few busy, weeks ago. Busy time, yeah. Listening job. Uh, no, I didn't. Um, <laughs> so I put some down at 104. Oh, uh, okay. And I put it just above what Kate does. Oh. Uh, and just below Lotus House. So three wow. season six episodes are uh, uh, 103, 104, 105. Well, fun fact, um, Hollywood Reporter at 104 has what Kate does. So there you go. You, this me is and the, Hollywood Reporter. This is the third time you have had consecutive bins. You've never had three bins in a row. So no pressure, Dr. Linus. You just said this is the third time I've had consecutive bins, but I've never had three bins in a row. That doesn't make so sense. So as in like, as in, so you've had, this is the third time you've had two bins in a row for Lost, but you've never had Haven't three. Haven't I been three bins. in a row? No. So you binned whatever the case may be in hearts and minds. Oh. Uh, <laughs> then you binned further instructions and every man for himself. You rented the cost of living, then you binned I do. So you had three out of four there. Um, and yeah, so, well, this is also similar. You've had three of the last four are bins. So you binned what Kate does, you rented the substitute, and then you've been Lighthouse and Sundown. So you've never been three in a row. I have only ever been two in a row once, and that was the hunting party and fire plus water. Okay, Mr. I Love Lost. <laughs> um, You're welcome, Mr. I Love Lost more. Can you guess my bottom one? Uh, probably um, 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 Stranger in a Strange Land, right? No, that's my third bottom. Oh, no, it's um, the Juliet one, the other woman. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then Fire Plus Water and then Hooray for Stranger in a Strange Land, third last. That's high for that. The the other Um, woman. (laughs) That's what it should be renamed. (laughs) The other woman. Mine, Mine is still Stranger in a Strange Land. Expose and Fire Plus Water, but we've still obviously got like what ten episodes to go. So, yeah, that's true. But I have to say, I've been pretty Debbie Downer, um, Dogan Downer on season six. It does heat up a bit. It's getting, it will get better. There's still going to be quite a few episodes, but it's definitely past its weakest sort of stretch. So good for season six. Like you and I over ten years, definitely past the weakest stretch. We are not getting better. Well, <laughs> when we get to 50 now and we get married, come on now. And when we have sex with Ghost Ben. Let's hope that someone takes you up on that Patreon perk before I get to 50. Um, I, I will definitely die before you, Noah. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're going to play this in the Ben Waterworth tribute episode in about a week's time. <laughs> aren't we? No, well, there won't be one because I'm, I'm not alive to edit it. So, yeah, I'm not going to do it. Colin, why? He's busy. He's got children. Yeah, radio silent. If um, you died, I'd put a tribute episode together about you. Yeah, you'd do 10. <laughs> yeah? And? You'd do a best of tribute episode. Um, we've found a patron, patron, <laughs> Patreon exclusive with bonus commentary from Ghost Noah, Beyond the Grave. Uh, Beyond the Grove. Beyond the Grove. 
Beyond the Groves, a new podcast featuring dead Noah Groves. Um, next up is Dr. Linus. Um, I presume. It's better than Sundown. It's better than Lighthouse. Um, definitely the weakest uh, Ben episode by uh, Miles. Um, but... But that being said, there may be a moment in it that makes our top five. So it's definitely not a, a super weak episode, but it's an interesting one. It's a bit of a strange episode in terms of the history of Lost, but I'm just excited to talk about Ben again, and that's Linus, not Waterworth. I haven't watched yet, but is this artist, is art, art, is art, I can't say his fucking name, he's back. Um, yeah. But is this, doesn't, um, is it, somebody gets hit by a car next week, don't they? Um, <laughs> I just don't know why I'm thinking that. No, 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 that's not. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. Um, it will happen later. Yeah. Look, I'm looking forward to watching it because I obviously clearly can't remember this episode. But um, yeah. Uh, is this our last Ben episode? Yep. Ben as oh. a teacher. Ben as a te- teacher. I I would I would gladly have Ben as a, he'd be a good teacher. Annoying, yeah. but good. Yeah. Uh, until then, uh, sign up. For the, do we have a email <laughs> newsletter? Sign up for that. <laughs> sure, you putting it together, are you? It's very two thousand and seven oh, of you, Noah. <laughs> you know, one time I'm going to do it. You think I'm not going to do it? And I'll put together an Oz Network newsletter. All right, I want you to put together the Oz Network not newsletter. I'm going to mail it out to all the listeners. <laughs> Join um, our fan club. P.O. Box 107, Oz Network. Return return self-address envelope and you'll receive an autographed picture of Noah. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed uh, Sundown. Um, my name is Noah and catch a falling star and put it in your pocket. My name is Ben and... We had an unfortunate incident involving a boomerang. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast by Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social Social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at theoznetwork.net. Thanks again for listening, and we'll speak to you next time. like exclusive stuff? Yes, sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah! If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon! That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. (laughs) 
For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. <laughs>